Welcome to the Accountability Mentorship Podcast, hosted by Michael W. L. Fields. We thank you for joining us on this life-changing journey. Hey everyone, and welcome to Accountability Mentorship. I am your host, Michael W. L. Fields, the Accountability Mentor. So thank you for joining me today. And um, today I want to talk about myself, all right? I'm sorry for being so self-centered, but I haven't done this yet. Um, This is my 68th podcast, and I really just wanted to introduce myself, let you guys know about me, kind of talk about um, where I kind of came up, my business background, why I have a coaching business, um, the struggles that I've gone through in my life with the military and firefighting and mental issues and all that. So um, let's go ahead and get started today, okay? And um, I hope you guys like this. And also, um, if you know anybody that might like this um, this podcast today, please don't hesitate to uh, share it with anybody else, okay? Um, it could be a pretty inspiring story for other people that have mental health issues and um, just different um, people that have gone through the same struggles I have, right? So, uh, all right, so let's get started, okay? So my name is Michael W.L. Fields, Wayne Leon Fields, okay? I know, Michael Wayne Leon Fields, that's a pretty big name, right? And I am CEO and founder of Accountability Mentorship, right? I started this business about two years ago. Uh, My brother-in-law kind of had talked to me about coaching and kind of mentored me and got me to where I'm at kind of today. So I appreciate him um, for, you know, um, finding, you know, something in me to be able to uh, bring out, right? So I was born and raised in southern Colorado Springs, um, a little town called Security, all right, right next to Security Weifold area. Um, um, From there, I lived there until I was a sophomore in high school. Uh, My mom and dad were working at Walmart for many years, and they had a became managers and we moved down to Pueblo West Colorado um, my sophomore year uh, for them to open up the store um, and uh, move into a new house so I was born and raised in a little uh, 850 to 900 square foot house um, family of five I have a sister and a stepsister and my mom and dad so um, I'm super excited to um, kind of touch about this stuff because it has a big impact on my life, right? So um, when we moved down to uh, Pueblo West, I went to Pueblo West High School. Um, I played football all four years of high school and um, also my uh, my middle school. Um, our senior year in high school um, in 2007 and 2008, um, our football team went to state and we won football. Uh, we won 4A state championship uh, football okay and we got to play in the Broncos stadium which was amazing okay I got injured my broke my um, broke my hand so I couldn't start um, but it was just an, a great opportunity to be able to stand on the sidelines and play special teams with the cast on um, but it was just super excited to, um, super amazing to be a part of that football team so um, I have um, some amazing friends still I talk to from that football team and from high school and uh, um, every couple years we get together and uh, we go and we um, go to the the homecoming games and stuff like that. So, really cool experience. Okay, I graduated in two thousand eight, and from there, um, 
just to kind of back up a little bit, I, when I was 16, uh, so like I think 2006 or seven, I, I started working at Walmart and I worked there pretty much full time um, in between um, football and um, home kind of thing, right? So I either went to football. Um, the craziest thing I used to do was I used to work full time while doing football two days. So how it would normally work is my parents would like take like ride, take me and my bike to school, and then from there they'd be at work. So I'd have to ride my bike from morning football practice to work, work for three or four hours, ride back for afternoon practice and then ride back to work again, right? Or sometimes if I was tired, my mom and dad would come pick me up and take me to work with my bike again. Um, so had a lot of uh, great experience working at a young age. Um, so I worked at Walmart for about four years. Um, while I was working at Walmart when I turned 18, um, I moved out, but I also joined um, some network marketing stuff. Um, I was kind of born and raised into Amway. So my mom and dad and my grandma and grandpa, they all did Amway for many years. Um, they were pretty successful in it too. And so I was like, you know what? Let me try this network marketing thing out. Um, since I was a little, little kid, we used to go to all of the Amway functions every single year, um, network marketing stuff. And we used to just listen to these crazy motivational speakers. And it just really created this amazing passion in me to find out that, you know what, maybe I'm something more than what this world tells us, okay? And I always talk about that. I always say, you know what, we're we're pretty much told in this world what to do, right? When you turn 18 or turn 16, you're told to get a job, okay? And then um, people don't kind of give you direction after that. We kind of got to find out things for ourselves, right? But if you don't find out things for yourself, people are just going to tell you exactly what you need to do, right? They throw you into a job. They make you work a specific job, a nine-to-five. Nine and sometimes um, our lives pass us so fast that we totally forget where we were, okay? And then um, a lot of times we don't even find our passion and purpose, okay? And that's kind of why I became an accountability coach is because, um, you know, for me, it was hard to find that. Um, it was probably easier for me to find that than other people. But I see so many people living, you know, um, at 40 and 50 and 60, you know, that just don't know what their passion and purpose is. So it's, I'm super excited. I get to help people do that. Right. So, all right, let's get back on track. <clears throat> Sorry. So getting off track a little bit. Um, so I did uh, network marketing with Amway for a couple of years. Um, yeah, I made a little bit of money at it. Um, I was doing some, um, I was, had some clients. I was making a little bit of money. I felt like it just wasn't for me though, because it wasn't, my true passion and purpose, right? So I don't know. I just got bored at Walmart and I was like, you know what? I was literally partying and doing all kinds of stuff before I joined the army. Um, and I just got sick of it. I got sick of hanging out with the same people. I got, except for my best friend, Devin. I mean, he's always there. I'll never get sick of hanging out with him. Um, but like, I just got sick of partying all the time and drinking and doing stupid stuff. You know, I experimented with a lot of different things when I was younger too. I won't say because, uh, I don't want you guys to think about it that way, but um, I did a lot of crazy um, stuff when I was partying, and I didn't just I didn't like that side of me. Okay, I drank a lot, and it just wasn't me. So I decided to join the army. So in 2010, I joined the army. I was wanting to be a diesel mechanic um, just because I seen how much diesel mechanics make. I really wasn't in love with the um, idea of it. I was in love more with the money part of it. Right. 
um, where a lot of people, a lot of us get the money kind of deal, right? And I also like the background of the military because my grandpa retired um, 20 years in the military. And so I just kind of wanted to follow in his footsteps. I, at first I was really, I was really against it. Um, but I'm glad I did because it provided, uh, you know, four years of college for me and, um, you know, provided a roof over my head for four years, medical, dental, and all of it. So, um, when people come up and ask me, should we, should I join the military? Should I join the armed services? I would say, yeah, it's a good opportunity. Um, I wouldn't say, say to join the army or the Marines. Like I, I joined the army, but, uh, you know, joining the air force might be a great opportunity because you get a, um, a little bit safer opportunities and you get to go, um, do some extra stuff. Um, but the army side wasn't bad. I really enjoyed the army. Um, from 2010, um, August to November, I was in basic training and completed that. And, uh, when I got out, I went to Goodfellow Air Force Base and I uh, went to fire school there. So, um, I'm super excited. I got to meet as many people as I did there. I had a hernia when I was in, so I was there for an extra like three months. So, um, something that would have took like 12 to 14 weeks, probably, I think, uh, let's see, December, January, February, March, April, it took me six months. So instead of three or four months, it took me six. So, <clears throat> so it took me a long time cause I had to have surgery and then recover and then get back into fire school. So, um, but I was very, um, I was very blessed to have, uh, amazing, um, uh, amazing supervisors in the military that, um, really helped me out. Even when I was there, um, they really, um, helped me like when I had surgery the next day, my NCO, um, non-commissioned officer E6 that was in charge of us came to my door for like the first week and fed me like that is awesome. If I can think, if I can say anything about being a leader, that right there is amazing. So I appreciate, um, Step Sergeant Wilder and all those other NCOs that I had, um, they're badass and I will never forget them. So, um, yeah, so I did fire school. I got out of fire school in May of 2011. Um, I got to go, um, let's see, I got to go home for Christmas that year and my grandpa had passed away the next year. So I'm really glad I got to spend that Christmas with them um, before he passed. Um, but when I got out in May, I went to uh, Fort Hood. I was supposed to go to Fort Carson, but it did not work out. So they changed it last minute. They said and the day before they're like, ah, oh, sorry, you're going to Fort Hood. So that's where I went. So I, I went to Fort Hood as a firefighter. Um, I worked there active duty for four years. Um, while I was doing that, um, I was, um, I was, uh, um, you know, working full time as a firefighter. And then obviously the first few months was just being soldier. Um, but we got to work, work shift work with the other firefighters for like, I think two and a half years out of my four years of being in the military, we got to work shift firefighter work with the, with the actual firefighter dude. So we got to be on a civilian schedule, which was amazing. Um, while I was in, uh, I also did some other network marketing stuff. Um, I also, um, was helping people just in the military. I was helping people cause I had already known about network marketing. I kind of started reading um, like Robert Kiyosaki's books, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, a lot of different business books I was just super interested in. Um, Think and Grow Rich. 
a lot of different things that I was just super interested from a young age. Um, obviously, I was raised in the network marketing kind of um, world, so I, I loved um, just getting, just literally listening to motivational speakers, okay? <coughs> um, so I did that, but I also helped people with relationships when I was in the military. Um, people would kind of come to me and ask for advice, okay? And all the way through my 20s, I would always, I would always have people like ask for advice, so I would literally coach them. Teach them how to do a business, teach them how to invest, um, teach them how to build relationships. So from a young age, I was I was kind of a mentor and a coach to a lot of different people. Um, wasn't getting paid for it whatsoever, which is fine. Um, I just, I always have a knack for serving people. And I feel like when I joined the Army as a firefighter, I really was scared about what job I would get. But I'm glad that I, I joined firefighting because... I realized from a young age that I really just wanted to serve people. I really just want to help people out. And um, I really like the selfless service part of it. And uh, I'm glad that I can still be selfless um, and help people out because that's what I I love to do. Okay. So um, from there, um, oh, I didn't, I didn't tell you. Um, in 2009, before I joined the Army, um, I had a son with my high school sweetheart. Um, things didn't work out between us, but we had an amazing son. He just had turned 12 this last November, so I'm super excited um, that he's uh, he's becoming an amazing young man. Um, when I was in the military, um, I had gotten married, and um, we had a little girl, and she's just turning seven this year, so I'm super excited about that too. So, um, so we had two kids from a young age. Um, I was obviously in Texas, um, and my son was in Colorado, so it was a lot. Um, it was pretty hard to do visitations. I didn't get to see my son very much, but I used to go home every three months and see him. I used to go um, for summers and stuff like that, holidays, Christmases. I used to get him for all those, so I was super excited about that. Um, when I got married and we had a daughter, um, we lived in Texas for a couple years, and um, I just did the firefighting thing when I um, when I got out in 2014. Um, there was like a two month period in there. I worked for AT and T for like two months as a sales rep. Um, I worked under the table um, for about a month month and a half before that, just making money under the table until I got a job at Fort Fort Hood as a civilian. Okay, I transferred over to the civilian side, and um, I was out of the military. Okay, they involuntarily separated me. And they parted me with some money, um, but they um, involuntarily separated me because they were trying to get rid of the firefighters at that time. So um, that was kind of co a cool opportunity. I got to talk to the fire chief, and he um, let me work for Fort Hood for a couple years. So I was super excited to transfer over as a civilian because all of those guys at Fort Hood um, raised me to be the firefighter I am today. And I am. Um, amazing that I have learned so much from all those firefighters and I will never forget them either. So, um, to all you, all y'all old, old guys that are, um, that taught me how to become a firefighter. Thank you guys. I appreciate you no matter what. And you guys know that I already tell you that, but, uh, thank y'all. Um, awesome. So <clears throat> let's see. Um, I took these notes and I'm not even looking at the notes, but that's okay. I want to be genuine with you guys. So I'm just kind of going through the motions. Um, so, uh, let's see. So I became a civilian in 2014. I worked, um, from 2014 to 2017. 
So um, three years as a firefighter at Fort Hood. And then I was having some issues when I got divorced um, in 2016. I um, had some drinking problems. I literally thought everything was my fault. Um, I didn't go through counseling right away. So I, I, I stuck to the bottle and then the pleasant, you know, the pleasantries of the skin. You know, I really, um, I lost track of my relationship with God and, and religion. And I literally just partied my life away. Um, I was literally fulfilling my life with partying so that I can get rid of the hurt. And it did not help me at all. I just became an alcoholic and um, I just had some major struggles I was going through. Um, in the military, um, I had um, I had got PTSD from the military. Didn't know anything about that. Um, I didn't know I had PTSD because I was literally drowning my drowning with alcohol. Wondering why the hell I was so depressed. Why I was um, having manic um, uh, manic issues. Why I was having some kind of I thought thought I was bipolar issues, and it just. It was just crazy because I, I realized a few years later that I had PTSD issues and a lot of different um, anxiety issues due to all the drinking um, after my um, after my divorce, but also the nightmares that I had and all kinds of crazy stuff. So I kind of feel like it just it just all came together <laughs> and it just overwhelmed me, right? Um, so to get real with you guys is um, before I moved back to Colorado in 2017. I, after my divorce, I had um, almost committed suicide. And um, that's why I'm kind of speaking to y'all. And it's a very big, important thing for me is because one night I was drinking and this was after my divorce and I stuck a gun in my mouth and I almost blew my, blew my head off, you know, I blew my brains out. And um, I, when I, when I stuck that gun in my mouth, I literally, um, I heard the word stop. I don't know what it was from. If it was from an angel watching over me or if it was just my conscience, I don't remember. It was just literally, I was drunk and I, I was about to blow my brains out and um, legit something said, stop, Michael, stop. And then I had these overwhelming, overwhelming thoughts about my daughter and my son and um, being there in their lives and being there for their, for their wedding um, for my son marrying whoever, my daughter marrying whoever, walking my daughter down the aisle, you know, I had those overwhelming thoughts that, um, I, I don't need, I can't do this. You know, I'm, I'm here on this earth and I have kids and I have people to help change, you know? And I was like, you know what, this isn't, I can't do this. So, um, I got rid of the gun. I, you know, I just had some major issues. So, when that happened, um, I started going to church again. I started just um, seeking God and started getting actual counseling to figure out what the hell's wrong with me. So, and that's what it came up is a lot of things that are happening in the military and through the whole firefighting. Um, I have uh, major PTSD issues and which have turned into some bipolar issues. Um, also, I've always had ADHD issues and other manic issues, but. Um, but military, you know, the PTSD really stuck it out. So, um, from there, <laughs> I know that's a lot, but, um, from there in 2017, I decided to make a change and I moved to Colorado. So when I moved to Colorado, I, 
I came home. I quit drinking as much, um, thinking, oh, if I drink a little bit, it's still, I won't have a problem, right? Um, but I realized that that wasn't the issue. Like, I literally just needed to quit drinking. So, in like 2018 and 19, I, uh, 2019, I quit drinking. Um, I kind of have a beer every now and then with socially, but I don't even like to drink anymore because I just don't like the way it makes me feel. I don't want to get back on that track of being becoming an alcoholic anymore. You know, that's just not, that's not me. And that's not what I'm meant to be, okay? So, so um, when I moved back to Colorado in 2017, um, I worked at the Public Chemical Depot for as a firefighter uh, for about a year and a half. Um, I was starting to realize that what I was doing wasn't my passion and purpose. Um, yeah, I love being selfless service through firefighting, um, and I've always loved it. We have an amazing job. We have, you know, we work two on and we have three off. You know, we get to go to work and work from eight to five, and then chill from five p.m. till eight a.m. in the morning. You know, so we have an amazing job. You know, we get to a lot of downtime. We get a lot of time um, to rest. And um, even though it sucks being away from family, when we had our, when I had my babies. It was nice to go sleep at work, kind of. We had <laughs> so that was nice, but um, there was a lot of times in there that um, I felt like I missed a lot of my kids' lives too, you know. Um, but the the underlying thing was I, I wasn't following my passion and purpose, and I realized that um, going into um, becoming a 27, 28, and 29 year old, as I'm like, you know what, I'm I joined the army just to get away from everything, you know, from the partying, and I just kind of fell into a job, you know. I'm not really doing what I want to do. I'm not really doing what I am meant to do. I don't feel like. So um, in 2018, um, I left the Chemical Deep and went contracting in Kwajalein Marshall Islands as a firefighter. And for y'all that um, are going to be listening to this, y'all know um, the struggle of working overseas. You know, for contracting and stuff. Those firefighter guys that are watching this, so. Um, it was a struggle too, cause I was gone for a year. I was gone for a year contracting and it was pretty rough. Um, even though the money was pretty decent, um, it still sucked deploying because I was away from my whole family, right? It was nice to go, you know, diving and just doing all that fun stuff. But I, I wish I would have done that with my family kind of thing. Right. So, <clears throat> so I'm still on this journey in 2018 of finding myself. And, um, I come back in 2019, um, uh, me and my fiance right now, I'm going to get married in June this year. Um, me and my fiance um, uh, got together right before I went contracting. So she moved to Florida and then I went overseas. So uh, we decided to work it out. We were like, you know what, let's work this out. She came back to Colorado. I went back home to Colorado after contracting and um, we decided to work it out. We moved in um, and we started building a life. Um, she has, she's had, she had two kids before I joined and, uh, joined her and we have now five all together. We just had our, our, uh, baby girl Remy, um, this last year of October. Okay. So it's so awesome, um, to have now a one-year-old, we have five kids now. So, um, no more. We decided not to have any more. We, even though they are all a blessing, five kids is a lot. Okay. So. Uh, but we're super excited to have them all on during the summers. We get to go do crazy fun stuff with all of them. So, um, and it's awesome that my my kids get to come see um, all the kids together, and they just have a, uh, an amazing time, and they they have always have a blast. 
So um, when I came back in 2019, <clears throat> um, let's see, me and my uh, fiance got engaged that Christmas. And then um, we're just waiting to get married now. So um, we kind of wanted to get through all this COVID stuff and kind of, um, so we kind of put off the wedding like a year or two, I think, uh, just because we don't really, really wanted to, um, sorry, uh, we really wanted to um, just um, get on track and stuff. So um, where was I at? Sorry, I kind of lost myself for a second. All right, let me look at my notes real quick. All right, so um, let's see here. So from 2019 till present, I was working at Buckley Fire Department, and I wanted I spent uh, seven great years trying to get to Fort Carson. So finally, I worked there. Um, but I still, you know, just firefighting is not my thing. You know, I I, I did the, I started this coaching business a couple years ago because I felt like it's my full passion and purpose. And I hate to leave firefighting, but um, I think pretty soon I'm going to be I'm going to be needing to do that. That way I take full uh, advantage of spending time with my kids and just um, being present with my wife and the business, okay? Um, but um, why I got into coaching, um, like I said, my brother-in-law got me into this a couple years ago. Um, but um, I, was really, I was really skeptical about telling people about my story. I didn't think people would listen to me. I didn't think people would really even care. So... Um, well, I figure what what um, kind of got me into it is because I've always wanted to be accountable. Okay, I've always wanted to hold myself accountable, and I felt like um, helping other people hold themselves accountable would help me stay accountable. Okay, and that's kind of how I picked my niche. Is uh, I, I realized that you know what, since I'm holding myself accountable, I'm pretty damn good at what I do. Okay, keep myself accountable. Why can't I teach this to other people, right? And I feel like accountability kind of blankets over a lot of different things. You can have accountability in business. You can have accountability in your personal life. Um, you can have accountability with literally everything in the in your entire life, right? So that's why I decided to do accountability because I don't want it to just be one specific thing. I want to be able to coach anybody and everybody um, with business, with investing, all of that stuff, um, you still have to have accountability to, to to be able to reach your dreams and goals. Okay, and that's why I'm that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Okay, um, like I said, it, I've been doing this for a couple years now. So, um, I like I said, I'm super excited. Within this next year, I plan to go to coaching full time. So it's 2021. I by this time next year, I want to make sure that I'm doing this full time, and. Um, Yes, I know that um, when I was going through this whole process of finding my passion and purpose, I just felt like coaching spoke to me. You know, I was spending, what was it, 11 years coaching people for no money. You know, I was literally giving people free to, free advice um, with business and investing and relationships and all this, all this stuff. And um, I realized that I was like, you know what, I can, I can change people's lives even though I'm doing it for money now, I know that I can change people's lives, all right? And the reason I do it for money now is because um, when I was coaching, actually coaching people free, um, I really wasn't getting the greatest response, right? Now that I'm coaching people, 
Um, people pay for my services, but they're they're willing to actually do it because they pay for it, right? Um, whereas those free people that I was coaching, they don't take it seriously because they're they just are like, oh, this guy's just giving me free advice. I don't have to really hold myself accountable. Okay, when you have a price going on, and you you have a specific price set, um, you literally have to hold yourself accountable. You're like, you know what? Okay, I need to hold myself accountable. I'm paying for this. Um, it doesn't matter what you pay. You know, if I'm paying for something, I'm going to take it seriously, right? So that's kind of that's kind of why I do the coaching. Okay, and obviously, um, we can't coach everybody for free. I mean, I I've been a mentor for a ton of different people. And I still give free advice to some people, but you can't you can't just give free advice your whole life. Okay, um, it's kind of like the um, theory of if you uh, let's say I can give you all the tools necessary to be able to do whatever you need to do, um, but what I kind of heard on the um, the radio the other day was in this world we're given all of the tools to succeed we're given the internet where we literally can go learn anything we don't need to go to college we don't need to do anything like that but the the point is that we don't take the action to do it okay and that's why so many people are not successful we have so much opportunity in this world so much that we can literally learn and people just don't take the opportunity to learn it to be successful okay like i said i can throw you a life vest but if you're willing it's if you're willing to grab the life vest and save yourself. If it's not, then you're just going to drown. Okay, I could throw you the life vest. I could throw you the tools that you need. But it's up to you to take the vest. It's up to you to take those tools. Sorry, I got out of breath. I was talking for a lot there. Take those tools and move on. Okay, so let me talk to you a little bit about my business. And then um, I think that's about it. Um, I might touch on a couple things, um, but... Yeah, that's the background of why I started my business, and I just, I just love what I do. A lot of people ask me, um, why, why do I love what I do? What do I do? And I just, I love helping people, you know, through selfless service. Um, I just love helping people, you know, the same shit that I went through, the same crap that I went through. I, I, I want people to learn, I, and I rather people learn now than go through all of the years, you know, I'm 32 now, you know, so I started this business when I was 30. And uh, it's just crazy because it's just crazy because I spent so many years of my life just trying to find myself. And I'd rather people at a young age or, you know, even if you're 18 right now, listen to this, I want you to find out now what you are, because I had to go through so much struggle, so much other shit that I had to deal with. So depression, anxiety, PTSD issues, almost committed suicide, you know, all kinds of different stuff I had to go through to find myself. And I'd rather you find yourself now than have to go through all the pain and struggle that I have. Okay. And that's what I'm, that's why I'm telling you guys this. So, and that's why I coach, you know, I coach because I just want to help change people's lives. Right. And how I look at it is, is, uh, is we have every opportunity to please ourselves in this world. But what I feel that God has always spoke to me is, and I just want to tell my audience this, is we're not in this life for our, just ourselves, okay? Jesus, you know, and God, whatever religious background you believe in, you know, 
if you're a God believer, you know, back in the day, you know, God served, you know, people served, okay, regardless of what God you believe in. Um, we just need to serve, okay? We're not put on this earth to just do that stuff for ourselves, okay? Yeah, um, we know what we need to do just to survive and then die, but are, is that going to make you happy? Probably not, right? But we're not we're not put on this earth to um, to just please ourselves. We're put on this earth to make a difference, and to make a difference, we need to literally um, provide services, pro provide stuff to people so that they can help change their lives too. Okay, um, so you now get out of that whole mindset of oh man, I just need to survive and die. Okay, and literally understand that we're put on this earth to serve people. Okay, don't don't think about what's going to happen, you know? Yeah, I want to be a millionaire, but is it going to happen overnight? Hell no, it's not going to happen. And I honestly, I really, um, when I got into this, yeah, I was like, yeah, there's opportunity to make a lot of money in coaching. Yeah. But I really don't care about that right now. I care more about changing the lives of other people. Okay. Cha literally changing the lives of other people so that they can live a fulfilled life. That's why I'm doing this. I don't care about the money side. The money side is going to be amazing, okay? And um, getting money, uh, I'll talk to you about that in a little bit with about what my goals are with this. Um, but, you know, the money doesn't really, um, the money's great, but, you know, there's only so much money in the world. You know, there's only so much you can have. There's only so much whatever, right? I, I, I care more about the outcome of my clients, how I'm changing their life. And I get lit up and I'm super powerful and excited when my clients come to me and say, dude, thank you so much for helping me. You don't realize how much you've actually changed my life. Okay. And I don't, you know, I don't charge my clients an outrageous amount. Okay. Because I know that I know that I can change your life. And that right there is priceless. Okay. If you can change your life and just regardless of what issues you're going through, it to me, it's priceless. Okay, it's priceless helping people out. So, all right, so let's get on back on track again. Um, so, I, I'm sorry, I just get so passionate about this because this is what I love to do. Okay, so um, let's see here. So, that's yeah, that's why I help people out is because I've had those struggles, like I said, with PTSD, manic, bipolar issues, um, alcoholism, and I feel like I can help other people through this. So, um, and regardless if it's those issues or not, I know that um, building a business and investing, I can help people in those fields too because I've done them for many years, okay? And now and that's why I love what I do, okay? So um, to talk about my mission statement, um, oh, actually, let's get back on this real quick. Um, okay, I think I already went through all that. Okay, so my mission statement is, I'm going to read it to you. That way I'm not messing it up, okay? So my mission statement is, I help people find passion, uh, find their passion and purpose, um, which helps other people get out of their daily non-passionate lives and into a life of passion, success, happiness, um, purpose, motivation, peace with themselves, peace with others, and self-love and self-accountability, okay? That's why I do what I do, right there. That's my mission statement, all right? That speaks volumes because... So many people in this world have issues with all of that, right? Success, happiness, purpose, motivation, um, peace with themselves, peace with others, 
and self-love and self-accountability. A lot of people have those issues. And that's what I, that's my mission statement is to help those people. Okay. Um, which is pr- pretty much everyone, right? So um, I know that I can't help everyone in this entire world, but I'm going to damn try because I know that I can make a difference. And I know that people can help them change their lives for the better so they can become successful as well. Okay. That's what I do what I do. Um, all right. So let's talk about my dreams. Okay. So I have a lot of dreams going on. Okay. So the first thing I want to do is I want to be able to make like a million dollars. Okay. So I went to, um, what's it called? Um, I can't even think of the book now. (laughs) Um, I'll think about it in a second. Okay. So I, I created a business plan for, um, is it think and grow rich? Yeah, I think that's the one. Um, I created a business plan for my dreams and goals. All right. Because in that book, it specifically states that if you create a business plan for your dreams and goals and you make it so detailed that you literally can feel what it feels like to have that money and that, that time and that success, you will obtain it. Okay. So I had put in my business plan um, a lot of different things, and uh, I'd rather not read the business plan. I'll just kind of discuss it with you. So I created a business plan about my dreams and goals. Um, My dreams and goals is travel the world, spend time with my kids um, every day, take them all over the world. Um, I want to be able to own condos and stuff in different different countries um, because I want to change other people's lives in different countries. I don't want to just change people's lives in the United States. I want to change people's lives all over the world. <clears throat> and I'd love to be motivated, motivational coach um, sometime too. So I'm super excited about uh, becoming that as well. Um, but my other dreams are, I want to coach people. I truly want to help people out achieve their dreams and goals. All right. And that's what I put in there. And I feel like um, if I could gain a million dollars, I can, I can definitely help a lot of people out with traveling to those parts of the world or those those people that need that encouragement and just going to talk to them um, regardless if I'm getting paid for it or not um, I just want to help people out and that's what that is okay um, I also said that um, when I when I get a million dollars I want to be able to give a million dollars um, to either the fallen firefighter foundation um, or many different um, other suicide prevention, um, from the military suicide prevention, um, foundations and stuff out there. I just want to be able to give back. And, um, that's what I put in my business plan is if I make a certain amount of money, each step I make that money, I'm going to, um, donate. Um, I think I, I think I put like, if I make $150,000 a year, I'm going to donate $20,000 cash to the fire fallen firefighter foundation. Okay. So, um, so that's what I'm going to start doing. Okay. I'm, I'm literally have a business plan for every, uh, financial step of my life. So every time I make that extra step, like 150 to 300, 300 to 500, 500 to a million, I have a literally set amount that I'm going to give to foundations. Um, because I don't feel like, um, we're put on this earth just to make money and be rich. Okay. Uh, I feel like we're, we're put on this world to make money but to bless people with that money, okay? Um, you can only, you know, it can only make so much money. Um, yeah, that's sky's the limit. You can make as much money as, you know, um, 
all these billionaires out there. Yeah. But what are you going to do with that money? Okay. Like all these billionaires that have all this money, they literally, if they stop working today, unless they literally donated all their money to one little thing, it would take them forever to spend their money because it's so much goddamn money. So why would you not bless other people? Right? What? So I want you to think about that with your success. If you can get into a business, if you can get into something else, um, with your dreams and goals, do you think that, um, maybe, um, you could help bless other people? You know, wouldn't it be awesome to go see a family in need, see a family struggling and just say, you know what? I want to pay your house off, right? How badass would that be if you can walk in and literally say, guess what? I'm going to pay your house off today. And they're like, holy shit, we were just looking at trying to get Christmas gift for the kids and you're going to pay our house off. You know, I've always thought of all those things and I can't wait to just do that with other, other people. Okay. I, I, I feel like, like I said, we're put on this earth to serve and to bless people. Okay. Don't, you know, when you become successful and you want to be a millionaire, so be it, but don't hog all that money. You know what I mean? You're, you can only leave this world with so much money, right? Why not just, why not take that money? Yeah, invest in yourself, yes, but why not take that money and just bless other people, right? And that's all that matters, okay? So those are my dreams and goals. My dreams and goals are to bless people, to travel the world and bless people with my words and also um, with, you know, with money. Um, I just want to bless other people with that money. Um, I really don't really care you know, obviously I want to make a certain amount of money a month. Beyond that, it's going to be amazing to make more money beyond that. It's going to, going to be amazing to be a millionaire and a multimillionaire like I would eventually want to do. But that doesn't, you know, money doesn't drive me all the way, okay? And um, I just, I, I feel, I, I cannot wait to just go give to these people. So um, we already can I have given to some people, um, but the more blessed we are, the more successful we become we're going to start donating a lot more money. So I'm super excited about that. So awesome. Uh, let's see here. All right. So that's me. Okay. That's why I do what I do. Yeah. I was obviously raised. If you can look at it again and you want to rewatch this, I was raised in the household, but like my mom and dad, yeah, they were in uh, network marketing. They weren't like crazy successful, but yeah, I was raised kind of in the network marketing field. Um, the only issue is my parents worked a lot, you know, and I, I don't want to do that. I, I, I want to work obviously, but I want to be able to be there for my kids. So, uh, but from an early age, um, my biological father was never in my life. I had a lot of struggles growing up. Um, you know, obviously when I joined the military, as you know, you know, I became an al alcoholic, you know, after that, after my divorce and I, I, I struggled with mental health issues and I struggled with depression. I almost commit suicide you know what I mean so it's been a crazy life of mine okay but I do what I do because I know that I can help people out I know that I can help change their lives right so this is me speaking in my heart right um so that's me all right um okay so I just want to tell you guys about a couple things before I go okay um I want to let you guys know that if you like my story and you like kind of what I do, um, I have a Facebook page called Accountability Mentorship Mindset Group, okay? It's literally what it's called, Accountability Mentorship Mindset, okay? 
So look it up, all right? I'll put in the description the link to it on Facebook. And if you guys wanna join, please join. It's free. Every Saturday night, I have a free um, either business or accountability class, okay? Um, this week I have a class. It's gonna be at 7 p.m. So if you're listening to this on Friday, it's gonna be on Saturday every night. But this week it's gonna be on at 7 p.m. So I hope you guys join, okay? And thank you guys for listening to this, all right? Um, like I said before, um, if you already haven't done so and you liked what I had to offer you today, please like and subscribe to this podcast, okay? We only grow through you guys, um, you know, sharing words, uh, sharing the word and sharing these podcasts with other people and just talking about it, right? Um, obviously, my podcast is called The Accountability Mentor. I am The Accountability Mentor, okay? Um, but... Um, like I said, like and subscribe, please, and share this with anybody else um, that, that you may know. This obviously could be life-changing, this story alone, uh, to other other people. And so I just want to get the word out that um, they're not alone, you know. Um, we're not on this, this world alone, okay? So thank you guys for joining me today. And remember, change yourself and find your purpose so that you can change the lives around you through your passions. I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Bye.